Thank you for plugging into this Family Life News podcast, streaming issues-driven, family-focused news. another edition of Capital Connection. Fridays during the noon report, we give you direct connection to what's happening in Albany and Harrisburg with the experts on the issues at the state capitals. They are Jason McGuire with New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms and Michael Gear at the Pennsylvania Family Institute. Michael, I want to start with you this week, the 50th annual March for Life and the first since the reversal of Roe is happening right now in our nation's capital. You are there on the mall for the march. Uh, polls show despite that Supreme Court ruling, uh, about six in ten Americans still support abortion. What's it going to take to change public perception? Well, it was 50 years, you mentioned 50 years uh, for the March for Life and 50 years that this country has lived under the Roe versus Wade regimen, which is basically allowing for abortion on demand in most cases. And so that's what the culture is used to, and that's why a lot of people sort of say that they think they support abortion. But when you get down into sort of the, the granular details about it, well, do you support abortion at this stage of pregnancy, you know, at three months, at six months, or whatever, suddenly you start finding people's opinions shift. And so as we talk about the humanity of the unborn child, I think we can change public opinion. Yeah, and in many ways, Jason, since that historic Supreme Court rule this fight has gotten tougher in New York. The Out-of-State Abortions Act is moving forward in the state Senate. What is it? And uh, where did this notion that abortion is health care come from? Yeah, essentially it is a uh, Senate bill. There is an assembly sponsor as well. And there is also a push from Governor Kathy Hochul that there would be state funds to pay to fly women here for their abortions from states that tend to be more pro-life. Uh, there is funds for child care for your other children while you undergo your abortion, things along those lines. Uh, that is taxpayer funding. And even where folks are supportive of abortion, as Michael has indicated, there is a difference on public funding of abortion. And the idea that abortion is health care is something that has kind of become the mantra of the modern Democratic Party, but in reality is the antithesis of health care. We are talking about the ending of an innocent human life. That is not health care. Yeah. Uh, recently, Congress, Michael, passed the Born Alive Abortion Survivors Protection Act. It used to be called Infant Protection Act. Basically, it would prevent infanticide. And I think only one, maybe two Democrats voted for it. Nancy Pelosi called it extreme. How did we get to this point in our country? You know, there's a scripture that says that uh, those who hate God love death. And when I think about the abortion movement and sort of the extremism that we're seeing, even to the point where we vote on whether we protect the lives of infants who are born alive through botched abortion or elsewhere, and we see just uh, one or two Democrats voting for it, suggests that there is a death culture. When uh, Jason was just talking about in New York State, where they want to use taxpayer dollars to bring people from out of state to come and kill their unborn child, just suggests a death culture that is tied to the abortion industry, which is why we need to pray and engage and work so hard to restore a culture of life. And uh, one more issue, and then we'll move on, Jason. Uh, You've you mentioned a lot about New York efforts to become an abortion tourism destination. How else is the state legislature, in concert with the governor, working to expand abortion in the year 2023? 
Yeah, there's, there's a host of things that are happening here in this state. Uh, for example, they're moving to place abortion under telehealth medicine. Uh, one of our concerns with that particular measure is it will allow those that are trafficking women to forego the waiting room at a Planned Parenthood facility and simply receive uh, those abortion poisons and, and administer them to these uh, sex trafficked women. There's a problem there. You know, we're seeing multiple levels of where the nationally and even the state level pushes uh, to, to move pharmacy type medical abortions. Uh, you name it, if it can be done, states like New York are trying to do it. Well, Pennsylvania got a new governor uh, this week, Michael. That's big news. Josh Shapiro sworn in Tuesday. Um, what are your biggest concerns when it comes to a Shapiro administration? Well, number one, Shapiro is a consummate politician, and so uh, he holds to many ideologically radical ideas. For example, one of them, recreational marijuana, legalization of commercialization of marijuana. Although he has said he supports Pennsylvania's Abortion Control Act in his campaign, he also said he supports expanded abortion, so we see him pushing that in that arena as well. And then on the uh, LGBT issue, on crime and some other things, he has not been uh, a friend to the family as it were. And so we'll be watching and working hard to resist the things that he does that are bad and to support him when he wants to do good things. And big news in New York as well, uh, Jason, Senate confirmation hearings for Chief Justice nominee Hector LaSalle. He still has to win confirmation. Hochul uh, has nominated this guy, but uh, Democrats don't like him. How come? Well, there's some thoughts from those in the Senate Democrats that are uh, serving on these committees that will vote on uh, Hector LaSalle that he may be too moderate for their liking. Remember that in New York, the uh, progressive wing of the Democratic Party really is in control of the state assembly. They are uh, gaining control in the Senate. Their last lever of power that they are opposing is in the judiciary. Remember, this is a candidate uh, who has openly said in the hearings that he supports abortion rights, yet that is not far enough left for where the progressives would like to take our state. All right. Uh, Michael, uh, the U.S. Supreme Court is going to hear the case of the postal worker from Lancaster County. Uh, You're writing about this on your website this week. Uh, Tell us what's going on here. Yeah, this employee is named uh, Gerald Groff. Uh, He's a client, actually, of the Independence Law Center, which is part of the Pennsylvania Family Institute. We brought this case uh, on his behalf. He works for the Postal Service, and when he signed up, he said, you know, based on his view of the Sabbath and not wanting to work Sunday, the post office initially made accommodations for him because there were other employees who could do it. Uh, but subsequently, the post office said, nope, you're going to have to work Sundays, which for Mr. Groff is something that he says he cannot do. And so this case now, uh, we're glad, has been taken by the United States Supreme Court to sort of straighten out what the law and and the precedent is related to religious accommodations for those who have definitive conscience objections to things in their employee relationship. About a week ago, Jason, a judge in Syracuse struck down the COVID vaccine mandate for health care workers. Is the Hochul administration going to challenge this? I don't know that it will be challenged. Uh, I think that when we have seen similar actions, Governor Hochul has seen the uh, tough way forward she will have to face in some of these decisions. So she probably will not openly challenge it, but it does not mean that uh, with opening arms you will see those medical workers coming back or that there will be uh, compensation given for those who lost their jobs as a result of this. Uh, It will be a difficult position for those medical workers either way. Yeah, and I know a lot of people in the military are seeing the same kind of results. They're losing benefits, losing pensions, all because... 
they don't get the shot. Uh, Michael, a bill in Harrisburg would allow teachers to wear visible expressions of their faith at school. Christian Cross, for instance. Why has it taken so long for the teachers' unions to support this? Well, it's interesting because Pennsylvania is the last state in the country to uh, have a law that prohibits wearing a cross or other religious expression in the classroom. Pennsylvania has never been much for an early adoption state since the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence were hammered out here. We have not been otherwise an early adopter state. Uh, So it's really been more sort of legislative kind of wranglings and things that have prevented it from moving forward. But we're hopeful now in this new legislative session that we will get it passed the Senate and then will get passed in the House of Representatives in short order because it's a liberty issue that we think uh, needs to pass. Yeah. And then finally, Jason, let's talk about the illegal immigration issue for just a bit. Uh, Illegal immigrants are showing up upstate places like Jamestown, New York. Why is this happening? Well, we've seen New York City Mayor Adams, a Democrat and a former state senator, uh, who has been up in arms over the fact that he is having to pay for all sorts of um, migrant people that are moving to New York City. As a result, of that, uh, we're now seeing many of those illegal aliens now moving around the state, and they are moving to places like Jamestown. Well, if it's a thousand that are coming to New York City, have an impact there, and it's a hundred coming to a smaller municipality, you can imagine that uh, it is just as challenging for those places. This is something that uh, I do not blame the individuals trying to come to America. I rather think we have a problem at the border that needs to be fixed at the federal level. Yeah, every state is a border state. Every town is a border town these days. Hey, just like that, we are out of time, but if you have questions about any of the issues discussed today, uh, both of you gentlemen have wonderful websites where folks can go and learn more. Michael, if you would, where can folks get a hold of you at the Pennsylvania Family Institute? PAFamily.org. Stay informed on all the issues as well in New York. Jason, you've got a wonderful website, New Yorkers for Constitutional Freedoms. What is it, sir? AlbanyUpdate.com. 